0: Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 51 of the NeuroEdge podcast. The name of today's episode is 12 Reasons You Should Sweat More. And no, I'm not talking about being nervous or being anxious or anything like that. I'm actually talking about the health benefits of sweat. So, a lot of people do not like sweat that much and it makes them uncomfortable. However, it is one of the most beneficial things we can do to our health, From a detoxification standpoint, from an energy standpoint, and just from an overall overall wellness standpoint to be the healthiest version of ourselves. And I know people associate exercise with being healthy, but like I talk about a lot of times when you can stack two or three things on top of each other, if you're exercising and you're also getting to the point where you're sweating pretty profusely, and I mean really drenching it out, getting your whole entire shirt wet, not just a little bead going down your face, but I'm talking full on getting drenched with sweat, you're stacking a benefit on top of the exercise that is enormous and is going to help so much with your brain health, with your physical body health and everything else tied in together. So I know it is uncomfortable to do sometimes and whether you're doing it through exercise, just being outside or being in the sauna, think about every time that you do sweat a lot, how much better you feel afterwards. And I'm gonna talk about different reasons that it's important to do that. From a body standpoint and why we need to make sure that it's something that we are doing regularly. I try to make sure I do it at least four to five times a week, if not more. And whether that comes from, again, exercise or sauna, I think it's crucial. And to be honest, I'm a person that sweats a lot. So for me, it's not that hard, but you may be someone that doesn't sweat that much or has always had trouble getting, to a point where you're really, really sweaty. And for me, that's never been a problem, but I do know that there are some people that may struggle with that. So again, before I jump on into everything, just wanna say, if you are tuning in to this episode, episode 51, thank you so much for your attention and your time. I know that's the most valuable thing in your day. And if you don't mind, give a like, comment, subscribe on YouTube or leave a review on iTunes and all that good stuff. And also you can join my community of like-minded people where we talk about this stuff all the time and I do a bunch of different giveaways and everything like that. So again, don't forget that. And if this content resonates with you in any way and it's something that helps make your life better, helps implement techniques, habits, and everything that helps change your life for the better, share it and hopefully spread the word and change the world. So anyway let's get on to it. So sweat and again this can come in the form of exercise. It can come in the form of going to the sauna. It can come in the form of going outside and that's one of the most important things I talk about all the time is sunlight. Being able to get into the sunlight and ensure that you are Outside, getting vitamin D, being the healthiest version of yourself. And on top of that, you can sweat depending on what time of the year it is. Right now, it's summer, so it's a little bit easier to go outside. And I'll tell you just from my own personal experience how much better I feel when I sweat versus when I don't sweat. And again, like I said, I'm a person that sweats a lot, and I could sweat just standing out in the sun when it's 75 degrees outside. So I'm not someone that struggles with that. However, I used to be ashamed of that. So, I used to have a little bit of anxiety around sweating, whether I was doing public speaking or doing something nervous, going into an interview, anything like that. And I was kind of ashamed of it. And I had this notion that I would get a little nervous and then I'd start to sweat more. So, maybe my palms would be a little sweaty and maybe my armpits would be a little sweaty. And I have pretty much gotten over that or gotten over the fear over what would happen if I do sweat and people see me sweating in public. And this is a little bit of a side note, but just my how my brain is attached to the idea of sweat. And as I got older, I used to be really conscious of it when I was younger. As I got older, I realized that it was a signal that I was alive. So the fact that I was sweating, whether it was my armpits or whatever it was, it was a signal that I was alive and my bodily functions are working well. And I can use my mind to control that from a nervousness and anxiety standpoint. But the very fact that you're sweating is a signal to your body that you're alive, your systems are functioning, and a full go. Now that doesn't mean if you're sweating super profusely that something couldn't be wrong, but I just wanted to throw that in there that sweating is healthy. And I think a lot of people may have a negative connotation with, oh, I don't want to sweat. Even if you're at the, the gym, if you're man or woman, you don't want to be the guy or girl that is completely drenched in sweat and dripping all over the place and d- dripping all over machines and everything. And again, clean up after yourself if you're doing that. But it is healthy. And I think there is to some extent a little bit of a negative stigma around sweating and we associate it with being dirty and being unclean however it is I guess that's what I'm getting at is that a lot of people may think that sweating is something that is dirty unclean and if you sweat a bunch that it's not necessarily not healthy but just not optimal and they, you would think oh if you're a person you have a little bit of sweat and that's it but no, I'm talking about Sweat from the standpoint of again full on getting it completely, completely drenched. And being an athlete, if you've got any sort of athletic background, you understand the power of sweat and how that actually relates to your health. One, just from being able to help cool your body in any tour, any any type of uh, competition or workouts or training or anything like that. So you understand the power of it, and you also understand the need to replenish your body with water and everything. But anyway, that's just my opinion on sweat. And again, not too much here. Obviously from a physical standpoint, sweat is something that happens when your body heats up. And again, it's your body's cooling mechanism to help keep your body cool. But there is, as I'm gonna talk about, a lot of different ways that this actually benefits you. So we've got a bunch of reasons and obviously you can tell I've got all the re—I've <laughs> got so many reasons because I love sweating and I know how powerful it is for our health. So let's go ahead and jump on in. So number one is it's going to help increase circulation. So as we age, as we get older, as you transition through life, no matter if you're young, middle age, old, it is crucial that you have good circulation through your body and good blood flow. So you want to make sure that your body has full blood, through, blood flow from your head all the way down to your feet, and that it's working well. And... When you're sedentary and you're not moving around, you don't have as much blood flow, obviously. However, when you move around and you're active, you increase blood flow throughout your body, which stimulates a whole host of different mechanisms that help your body be the healthiest version of yourself. It releases endorphins in your brain. It helps your heart work better and all these different things that kind of work in contango with each other to help optimize your health. And so number one is going to be increasing circulation. And when we sweat, whether it's in the sauna where you're maybe stationary or maybe moving around a little bit, or it's through exercise, we're helping increase circulation, which again is gonna help our brain function better. It's going to help our whole body function better because we're getting blood to areas that if you do have more of a sedentary lifestyle or you have a job where you're more sedentary, you're getting the blood flowing through your legs and your whole body, which is going, again, to help your brain function better and your body function better. So when we do that through sweat, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be exercise, it could be through the sauna where you're stationary, Even when you're stationary, it is increasing circulation in your body, helping blood flow. And again, blood flow is going to be one of the key indicators that you're alive and you're functioning in a healthy manner. So, number one. Number two is going to be releasing toxins. And I'm going to get into a bunch of different toxins, but I specifically put number two is releasing toxins like alcohol. And I am not a drinker. I don't like drinking that much. However, if that is something that is something that is, part of a lot of people's life, culture and habit and not necessarily excessive drinking but even just a little bit of drinking. But it is crucial that you detoxify alcohol from your body. And one of the most powerful mechanisms you can do that with immediately is sweat. And think about it like this, if you drink alcohol, it gets into your body and if you have fat cells it can get stored and your all the toxins from it can get stored into your fat cells. And if you don't have a method for detoxifying that out of your body, it can get stuck in there and over time make you way less healthier and very unhealthy, actually. So if that is something that you're engaged in, then it doesn't have to be to the point of binge drinking or anything like that. But sweat is going to be a crucial way that you can detoxify alcohol out of your body. And again, that's whether you're a heavy drinker, which wouldn't be good anyway. But if you're a light drinker, it's going to help, again, keep toxins out of your body, keep things out of your body. So, number two. Number three, and I thought this was interesting as I was doing research, getting ready for this, it helps eliminate salt and prevents kidney stones. So again, this is not something I have ever dealt with personally, but I know people that have gone through this and it is very, very painful and not something that you want to do. And what can happen is over time, if you are eating salt, when you excrete sodium from your body, that is through the method of sweat. So sweating helps you excrete sodium through your body. Now, if you are not in the regular practice of doing that, I'm not saying this is going to 100% cure or prevent kidney stones. However, if you're not in the practice of removing that from your body, there's the chance that you could build up and eventually have kidney stones in your body. And again, this is not something that I'm super familiar with, but in my research, I thought that was something that was cool and something that everybody knows somebody that has had a kidney stone at one point. So whether you've not experienced that yourself, you probably know a family member or friend that has experienced that. And again, look no further than to the benefit of just sweating to pretty much do everything you can to help eliminate anything like a kidney stone from arising. So, another thing, and this is going to be cool. Go ahead and drink my water because that's what I'm about to talk about. Um, Sweat actually causes you to drink more water. And again, this is especially going to be when you're in a state of having profuse sweat at some point throughout the day. When you sweat a lot, it's actually going to cause you to be more thirsty. And what's that going to do? Well, hopefully, it causes you to drink more water—not soda, not juice, not anything like that. But you're going to want more water because sweat dehydrates you. And when you do that, you're actually feeding your body. Again, I don't—I forget the percentage, but our body's like 85% water or whatever. So when you're feeding your body with water, you're quenching your thirst sweat is going to actually help drive the and i'm not sure what mechanism works in the brain like this but it's going to help drive the need for thirst you're going to replenish your body with water thereby helping keep your body moving and all the systems working properly And i think there's something too to the electrical nature of our body when we hydrate it with water it's kind of like giving the it's kind of like giving the grease that we need for the pistons to fire to help our body function properly properly electronically i don't know if that analogy makes sense but kind of think of water as the grease to the wheels of all the electrical synapses and electrons that are taking place inside ourselves to help our body function properly and when we sweat a lot it's going to cause us to want to drink more water so it becomes easier now for me i'm a person that sweats a lot so i get thirsty often and so i drink a lot of water but if you're not Sweating can really help do this. And I know a lot of people struggle with getting the eight glasses of water or whatever it is a day. I try to drink a gallon. But a lot of people struggle with getting enough water or maybe they drink too much soda or whatever. However, when you sweat a lot, and this is my personal opinion, I think you actually, when you sweat a lot, you crave water more than you would crave soda or juice or anything like that. Not to say that you won't, but I think you have more of a proclivity to crave water when you sweat a lot. So again, it's going to help drive your thirst, which is going to help your brain tell you to get water into your body and help your body be overall healthier. So it's kind of a chain reaction there, but definitely important. So that was number four. Moving on to number five, and this is going to be something for our skin, which is one of, uh, I think, the biggest organ we have on our body, but it actually helps open up pores. So when you sweat, obviously your pores open up because your heat, your pores open up and When our pores open up, it actually allows for a protective barrier agent to be formed to help eliminate pathogens. And think about this as our pores open up and basically kind of the defense system of our skin helping to eliminate pathogens that may be on our skin. So if there's something on our skin, it actually, sweating helps detoxify those because it's getting it off and we're able to better expose ourselves. Kind of like a vaccine gives you a micro dose of whatever it is you're trying to prevent against. Sweating opens up your pores and allows your body to build up defense mechanisms to eliminate pathogens that may be on your body. Whereas if you don't sweat, your pores don't open up and you may have things on your body that end up causing you to be sick or have some sort of skin rash or anything like that. So it actually is a huge benefit to your skin. And I think this you see a lot of this coming into the anti-aging movement now where you have a lot of people getting into doing saunas, sauna blankets, getting in the heat, getting in the sun, because it's really helping rejuvenate your skin, protect your skin, and build up a layer of skin that is the healthiest version that can help remove all those toxins, whether toxins from the environment, toxins from different soaps, anything like that. Um, Sweat is going to be a huge protector against that. So that was number five. Number six, and obviously this is a huge benefit, but if you didn't know by now, sweat actually does help prevent weight loss, or helps with weight loss. It helps prevent Getting fatter, gaining weight. So that is something you struggle with. I think to a certain extent, it's something that our population struggles with at large. Sweat is going to be one of the most effective ways that you can help lose weight. And if you're trying to lose weight and you're not sweating profusely, chances are it's going to be a lot harder to get where you want to go in terms of your weight loss journey when you're not sweating. So one of the first things I would do if I work with clients that I'm trying to help them lose weight is to... Get to a point where they're sweating. And again, that can be through exercise. That can be through the sauna. But it's going to, again, help. There's so many benefits of it. It's going to help eliminate toxins. But it's also, again, going to increase circulation, increase your metabolism. All those things that are going to attribute to weight loss. And To a certain extent, all of these, you see how they start to stack together and on top of each other. When you are sweating a lot, it is going to be the kerosene on the fire of losing weight. It's going to be a huge benefit to help kickstart your metabolism your weight loss and everything from that standpoint. So again, whether you are at a point where you're trying to lose a bunch of weight and you can just get into the sauna or you're doing it through your workout, sweating is going to be one of the key components that you need to make sure that you are doing, if not every single day, at least four to five times a week, because it's going to help move all this stuff out of your body to help get the fat off, reduce the weight. So again, I think that's kind of overlooked in the fitness industry. A lot of people talk about, you know, do this type of exercise, do this type of diet, and people will fight to the death over diets. But how many of those people are making sure that whatever type of diet they're eating, they're sweating profusely every day? And I think that's a core pillar that you have to have as part of any weight loss program, really any fitness program, but especially a weight loss program, because again, the benefits that is going to help your body from a physiological standpoint. So again, diet, exercise, that's great, but you want to make sure as part of that, that a crucial Crucial pillar is sweating and sweating a lot. So that was number six. Now moving on to number seven. It helps, and this is actually going to be much more for someone like me that is an athlete and trying to maximize athletic performance. If you're a competitive athlete or you're just a weekend warrior or you're someone that loves competing and doing athletic things, sweat is actually going to be a huge beneficial mechanism to flush out lactic acid and reduce soreness and i have definitely noticed this again i'm sweat is a huge part of my life i try to make sure that i'm sweating profusely all the time but actually what it does is it helps flush out lactic acid so just to explain how this works in a nutshell you do a workout you tear down your muscles your muscles get sore because they build up a lactic acid and that's that feeling when the day after you do leg day and it's hard to bend over or move your legs or the day after you do chest or arms or something like that it's hard to lift your shoulder of your above your body or anything like that And that's because you have lactic acid buildup. Well, sweat actually helps flush this lactic acid out of our body. So again, as along with it detoxifying and moving a bunch of stuff out of our body, it's actually helping flush this lactic acid, which is going to reduce soreness and also help us recover faster. So if your goal is whatever it is that your goal is, but if you're approaching fitness from an athletic standpoint, obviously recovering faster is better because it means we get to work out more and be healthier and eventually enjoy getting to work out more because I love working out. One of the things about working out is sometimes you have to reel it back because if you enjoy it so much, you want to do it all the time. But if you push yourself to the point, you have to give yourself rest time. So if you actually sweat, it's going to help move some of this lactic acid. out, help you recover better, which I actually did not notice until I was doing the research for this episode. It actually is. That's a huge benefit of sweat. So I thought that was cool because I've I've noticed uh, if I'm doing a workout, I don't do a lot of workouts where I don't sweat that much, but it does help me recover so much faster, and if I'm sore the next day, and then I do some sort of sweat, sauna session, anything like that, it really helps reduce soreness, and again, help with the recovery. So, number eight, and I think this is gonna be pretty crucial for what's going on right now, it helps boost your immune system. And kinda as I go back to the skin analogy, where it's helping, develop immunity to pathogens on your skin. It's also going to help with your immune system just overall in your body. And I wrote this down so I make sure I didn't want to say it right. Um, it has a germ killing protein, I think it's called germinicide, that uh, actually helps prevent a lot of different pathogens that may enter the body, and whether that's through the skin, mouth, ears, eyes, whatever it is. So sweat actually helps develop your immune system. And I think there's probably something too going on with heat shock proteins that help our cells have higher defenses and immune system and again that's not something that's just my own little personal anecdote of how i feel however i noticed that when i do 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 sauna when i do do sweat i haven't been sick in a very long time but i noticed that if i start to get a little run down maybe start to feel like a cold is coming on anything like that when i sweat a lot it's almost like killing whatever was in there and again that's just my own personal experience and in my research, I came across this and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's something that I have noticed. So again, and I think that's why your body has fevers too, because it's trying to kill what's ever in your body. So again, it's going to be a huge crutch as far as your immune system goes. And if you've got all your bases covered and you put sweat on top of it, it's going to be that much better. So moving on, number 10 is going to be it improves mood and helps with neurotransmitters. And this is, for me, one of the biggest reasons I love to sweat because The mental clarity and the focus that my brain has after I sweat is unmatched from anything. No nootropic, no caffeine, no anything like that can match the mental clarity and focus and determination I have after I get a good sweat session. Particularly when I get a good sweat session paired with a cold shower afterwards. That's like putting your brain instantly into a flow state. But I've noticed that when I do any sort of sweat session, the amount of mental horsepower that I can harness... After that, and again, this is the NeuroEdge podcast, we're about harnessing the mental horsepower, obviously maintaining an amazing physical body, but also harnessing the most mental horsepower, and I noticed that sweat is one of the biggest things that benefits me, and every time that I sweat, some of the best work, and most creative work, and most intense work in my career that I have after sweating, is that I have is from after sweating, and again, it's unmatched, and I think whatever's going on there, whether it's the heat shock proteins, or again, I know it helps with... Neurotransmitter production, which would be serotonin, different things that help improve our mood. But the mental clarity and happiness that you have over sweating is unmatched. And again, think about it. how many times have you gone to the sauna or done a pretty intense workout where you sweat a lot, or maybe you're just at the beach sweating that day, and then after the half, afterwards, how great do you feel? And it's because you're getting all these detox, detoxification mechanisms, but more importantly, helping with neurotransmitter production in your brain that's going to help with your mood, help you feel happier and more enjoying of life. And number 10 is going to be another form of detoxification. This is one thing I will probably talk about this much more in depth in the future, but it helps detox BPA, which is bisphenol A, which is a toxic is found in plastic. And I think there was a study that came out a few years ago I'd have to go look this up. But most of the children that are growing up now actually have noticeable levels of plastic in their blood. And that's because if you think about all the food that we eat, all the water that we drink, anything that we drink, any of that stuff, comes in a plastic bottle or comes in a plastic bag. And that plastic is immutable, meaning that it can get through into the food and everything that we're ingesting into our body, thereby becoming part of our body because we're putting it in our body. Well, sweat is one of the biggest ways because it helps eliminate this chemical BPA from our body. So if you're not sweating, chances are just living in in, in an industrialized society where you are exposed to a lot of these plastics and a lot of BPAs, if that is building up inside your body, If you're not sweating, that's not getting out. So again, that's getting stored into fat cells that's being built up in your fat cells. And it could be causing brain fog. It could be causing obesity. It could be causing all these different things that maybe not even your fault from the type of diet and lifestyle that you live. But it's just because of things in the environment. Sweating is going to be massively important in reducing that and eliminating that. And again, I'm going to get much more into depth in that, and I'm sure, in another episode in the future. Just about different plastics and toxins in the air. But just keep in mind that when you're sweating, you're getting rid of those things in your body, and that's going to be crucial for your health and uh, just overall hormone levels and everything like that. Number 11 is going to be, it has a cardiovascular protective effect. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the first one that I talked about with improving circulation. But when you're improving circulation, what you're also doing is protecting your heart. And again, that's, it's no secret that cardiovascular disease is one of the biggest killers of people in our country and one of the biggest things you can do to protect against that is protect your heart thereby using sweat as a mechanism. And again, these things are all going to go hand in hand. Chances are if you're sweating, you're probably exercising, you're probably moving, which is going to increase your heart health, but also the the fact that you're doing all that is producing sweat, which is also going to lead into the protection of your cardiovascular system. And again, I think it's due to this effect of helping your body function, create blood flow, and create circulation at the highest level and most optimal level possible. And the last thing that I wanted to close out with this, because I think this is becoming so prevalent in our society today, is it helps reduce the risk for Alzheimer's. Now, I'm not saying if you sweat every single day that you will never get Alzheimer's. That's not what I'm saying. However, there were, in my research that I came across, different scientific studies that proved that sweating actually helps prevent Alzheimer's and they were able to link people that had a regular sauna practice, regular exercise where they were sweating profusely as part of their life had a reduced risk of Alzheimer's and whether at this point I think there's so much that we're still trying to figure out whether it's causation or correlation but there's something going on with sweat and its ability to help regulate again different areas of the brain and help eliminate toxins through our body and everything that's going to help at least offset a lot of the risks that we're gonna get from Alzheimer's. And unfortunately, if you've ever had someone experience that in your family, it is not by any, it's its very sad, and to see someone go through that, especially with you up, it's tough. However, when you are sweating, and this, this is why you wanna take this now, because as you get into older age, whether you're a kid, or you're growing up, or you're middle-aged, or you're getting into old age, sweat is going to be one of the biggest protectors, again, of your heart, but also of your brain, particularly in your brain as it relates to things like Alzheimer's and dementia. So, again, it's helping your body regulate, stabilize, and modulate all these different systems throughout, which is why you see the heart health, the detoxification effect, and then the brain health standpoint of it where you're getting all these benefits. So, again, I just wanted to close out with that. That that was number 12, one of the biggest Benefits that we could have as we age. Obviously, if you're younger, you're probably not worried about that right now. However, think about that every time you sweat, what you're doing for your health. To be the healthiest version of yourself and how that affects your family, your friends and your community around you. When you choose to be the healthiest version of yourself, not only are you lifting yourself up, but you're lifting the other people around you up because they see that you're going to be happier and healthier and in a better mood and you're going to raise the level of awareness and happiness of people around you. So again, keep that in mind. That's why I do these. It's to help make the world a healthier place. And I think if we can do that, it helps make the world a better place eventually because everybody's gonna be in a better mood, happier, healthier, more able to focus on things that are important in life and contribute to their community. So again, if you stay tuned for the whole thing, I just wanna say thank you. Again, my sincerest gratitude let me know your feedback. Let me know if you try different methods of sweat if you see any benefits or if you're not someone that sweats if you implement this and notice any difference in how you feel so again look forward to talking to you soon guys and we'll see you then peace